Hello everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Uh, today I have, uh, my special guest has a very inspiring story um, of how she was able to apply some of the information that she learned through the Ultimate Success Masterclass um, and her life experience to create some um, incredible success for herself um, through an amazing book that she's written. So um, please uh, join me in welcoming Rosaria Langley. How are you, Rosaria? <laughs> Very well, Natalie. Good to see you. Great to see you as well. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful that I get, get to share this success story with, uh, with our community to show uh, what's possible um, you know, when you apply the information that you learn uh, to be able to uh, you know, create success in your life. So why don't we start first of all uh, with your story and your background and how you got to and the motivation behind writing the book. I started writing this book about five or six years ago. Um, I started as a film script because that was what I really enjoyed writing and it just it was getting interest but it never seemed to quite work and then I did a Jean Houston course on um, how to realize your purpose find your life's purpose and she suggested you have a project so I wrote the book in a month as a book rather than a film script but it still wasn't happening and so I did the USM course and then two of the writers who came to my workshops completed their books and got as bestsellers and they said they'd help me with mine and in May we launched the book on Amazon Death of the Dragon Keepers and it went straight to number one in the UK and I was absolutely thrilled and I've also now got a film proposal for the trilogy of dragon books I'm writing and it just feels like it's all the USM um, tools I'm using uh, are really helping that. That's awesome. So tell me about the book, what's, what's the, the book all about? Um, it's about a young girl who's a dragon keeper. She doesn't realize she is at first because it's hidden from her and as this secret unfolds um, she's living in a land where fire is, is, is banned and all the dragons have been slain and it's her task to bring dragons and magic back into the world. Awesome. So, um, so tell me, you, so you actually had the, uh, the outline for the, the movie but you ended up writing the book instead. So what do you think was yeah. holding back before from finishing this? And what do you think helped you get over the line? Like, what what life lesson or success principle actually helped you to get from not not finishing it to actually getting it done? I think a lot of it was self worth. Um, it was it was that lack of confidence and belief, and I began to attract people who were encouraging me and supporting me to finish it and believe in it being a best-selling book and being um, a film as well and doing the gratitude and using the, the um, I think using the subliminal success accelerator is that the correct term the SSA mm -hmm. uh, using those those subliminal audio sounds I have them playing on my computer when I'm writing and I'm, I'm now I do the gratitudes all the time. It feels like they've expanded into my day and it just makes appreciation a natural thing. 
and it makes it has helped me learn to appreciate what I'm doing as well and be satisfied with the way I'm working. Yeah, because that's a big thing. I think when we can get to a point where we believe that it's possible for us, and sometimes doing that means getting into our positive vibration of being grateful for what we have, um, and then you know again realizing that that we have that self-worth, that we are worthy of the success, and you know, and especially in a situation like this when you have an amazing gift to share with the world, um, I think it serves no purpose uh, for you to hold that inside. Um, especially when you're aware that this is something that you can really share with it, with the you know with a greater audience, which is awesome. So um, so yeah. So tell us about uh, you know the process of writing the book. I, I I realized that it probably only took you. I think we were talking before. It only took you a short period of time to do that. Yes. Um. Once I was in the flow, it took me about a month to write it. Uh, I've edited. It's taken a longer time to edit it and publish it. Um. But it's, it's like the second book I'm writing. I'm already a third of the way through it, and I think I'll be finished the first draft at the end of this month. Be, and I'm really, I'm just enjoying the process more and more as I'm just going with it. And when I started writing some a few years ago, I used to be going around to writing groups and asking for opinions. Uh, and I realise that now it's you have to start satisfying yourself first. Absolutely, that's the thing. You can you can be asking lots of people, but really in the end, it's like you know it's you that needs to come across the line. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's it, and, and and I'm getting that satisfaction from it. So, have you always been a writer? Like, what did you do before before this? No, I was an archaeologist for 20 years, so I was uh, digging up the past. <laughs> and for a short time, I worked as a lawyer, uh, but I realized I was more interested in people's stories than practicing law. <laughs> and it took a crisis in my life where I had a, an illness that um, it made me decide what, I, what did I really want to do in life. And I started writing. And I think that I, I always feel that I had success in those first two years of writing um, to, to make me realize I could do it because it meant that I didn't give up. Um, and the years in between when it's been more of a struggle, I've just thought, no, I know I can do this. Um, and this is what I want to do. And I've been through quite a few uh, um, crises and challenging times, and um, I realize it doesn't need to be like that. Yeah. I, I, I want my life can be ease and flow. Right. So when did you realize or discover that writing was a passion of yours, or how did you discover that? I discovered it when I was ill. I was writing in bed, and I just realized that I could, I could write a story about anything or anyone, and it was just... I just loved that process. It was just so great. Um, I love the blank page when I can start with a new idea and a new story. And I found that people actually enjoyed that. And um, that's that's the best feedback I've had. Although Death of the Dragon Keepers is, I've called it a children's coming of age book. But so far, the feedback I've had is from adults who who get a lot from it. And I think that 
the second book feels like it's more about the law of attraction in action in this young girl's life and her adventures. Um, yeah, yes. cool. so, so there really is like a positive message in the book. It's not specifically limited in fiction, but um, but there's more of a positive message. So is it is it focused towards young girls, or who's the market that that would really you know benefit from reading the book? Um, I think it would be anyone who wants a. a, a re, I've written a book that I enjoy reading myself, and I'm surprised that men also like reading it, and young women. So um, uh, I suppose I'm targeting people like myself who who are on a journey, and I feel that especially as I'm moving on with it, I'm breaking breaking new ground in in terms of storytelling because I. I don't want to have a book that's all doom and gloom, and I want to be able to write an exciting story, an intriguing story, that doesn't have to follow the traditional story arcs of crisis and problems. It's not that there aren't any in it, but I think that there are other interesting things in life, and this is what I'm exploring in my writing now. Yeah. You know, and the other thing that um, that I really appreciate is that you've had a couple of careers before now. Now, I, I you know, I don't want to specifically ask you what your age is, but but what uh, what decade are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm in my sixties now, and um, I had a, a, a writer come to one of my workshops, um, and she she's actually writing a factual book on the rise of the feminine. And we were just saying that we feel that women are now having a golden age, sort of when they're over 50. The opportunities are here for us to really have a completely new outlook and career. And this is what I feel. I've got, a, I've got um, my family are grown. My daughter's in America now. My son's in England. They both have careers they enjoy. And so I feel they're independent, and that's given me an independence as well. Yeah, isn't it amazing? I mean, I have met several people here in the U.S. who are in their 80s um, and uh, have a retirement. It's not even a word in their vocabulary. You know, they're yeah. like, well, I really love what I get to do, so why would I ever stop? Um, so you know what you know. I love about your story and, and, and the inspiring part of it is that it doesn't matter what age you are, um, you can start something new, especially if you feel passionate about it. Um, and in this day and age, with, with uh, the internet and the way that we can you know reach a bit wider market, um, really the world is your oyster. And if it's something that you feel passionate about, it's never too late to start. And it means that I'm also being bolder in other things because I um, I discovered that there was no celebrations for World Peace Day in September last September in my area. In fact, in England, though there was only London and Bristol that had events. So I've started organising an event, which is actually getting really big, <laughs> and I'm really excited about it. And it's attracting other people who are passionate and want to co-create something. And we're linking in with American networks like the Shift Network um, to do to do this. And that feels it feels like there's no limits. Yeah. 
Well, there are no limits. <laughs> yes. That's the cool thing. <laughs> uh, Rosario, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here on the show. I'm, I'm so, like I said, grateful that we were able to share your story. Um, and I'm hopefully, hopefully this will inspire other people to, to you know, if you, they've got this little inclination that they've got something that really makes their heart sing, that they're a, a little afraid to approach, um, that hopefully your story will inspire them to uh, to start taking action. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Natalie. It's been a real well, pleasure. Now, also before we go, um, uh, where can we send people if they want to get their hands on your book? Yes, it's available on Amazon. Amazon.com, uh, Death of the Dragon Keepers um, by Rosaria, uh, but it's also available, will be available through my website, um, fruitfulvoices.co.uk, and we're running a special offer for you, you to coincide with the inspiration show for USM people, so hope people enjoy it. Wonderful. And guys, remember, if you click on the banner to the side there, you'll go straight through to Rosaria's website for you. So guys, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Um, also, download the app if you haven't done so already so that you can watch the shows on the go. You don't necessarily have to be in front of your computer. Um, and make sure that you leave your email in the box on this page because I would love to send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's valued at $87 and I would love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.